it's me, host of the E's and B's podcast, Eddie B. And I'm here to tell you before we get to this week's episode, don't forget to check out our new E's and B's merch line. That's right. Check it out at easeandbees.myshopify.com. You can check it out. Your design, your collar, and your size. We'll make it. We'll ship it. That's easeandbees.myshopify.com. Make sure you go check out some of the baddest podcast merch in the game and also make sure you guys are checking out our sponsors who make these episodes possible that's right like ohio grudge racing that's josh robinson make sure you guys go check out ohio grudge for some bad to the bone racing coming up this season and keeping up to date with that east coast no prep scene that's ohio grudge racing.com also a shout out to the baddest three angle live feed in the game that's right no prep felons Bob and Kelly Rice, they got some cool merch as well. Make sure you guys go check out NoPrepFelons.com for the baddest three-angle live feed in the No Prep world and keep you up to date when all those events are going down that he's at. Also, once again, the last sponsor, the coolest sponsor of the show, that's right, that's Jasper Graham and the Breakfast Crew. Make sure you guys go check out our buddy LL Spool J, Jasper Graham, and all the Breakfast Crew. They'll be helping us out this year, and we got those LL Spool J bucket hats and the LL Spool J red E's and B's shirts. You want to check them out at a race near you. All right, let's get to the action this week's episode. It's time to eat your breakfast. Let's go. Wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Bacon and Eggs, the Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it anywhere in the world. Yeah. 
Jim, Jim Rampage. 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 Jim Hey, whoa! Let's talk about it now. The Dolphins. No, but he's going for a pile driver. He's got him in a in a backbreaker position, and that was Steiner's move upside down. The page out of Steiner's playbook. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. Again, here on this beautiful first Friday in March 2024, we're back for more. From the beach to the rafters, we're gonna scorpion death lock you into a stinger yell. Ow! You know the drill. Crack those eggs. Butter that toast. Cause it's time for the sunny. Victor Wembanyama with the first five by five game in the NBA since Yusuf Nurkic, January first of 2019. The lift was there. He just shot over top of guys all the time with little fakes and spins. Defense stayed down, so the contest was way too late. Nikola Jokic now has four straight triple-doubles coming out of the All-Star break, but four straight triple-doubles that he has accomplished through three quarters. A lot more if they make a shot here. To Luka comes away with it. Six seconds, five seconds, underneath. Washington, two point six to go. The man of time ends. Struz. Struz, I don't believe it. Welcome back to the E's and B's getting things started here on the sunny side up there on the NBA court. And boy, oh boy, things have heated up for the NBA boys. As you heard from buzzer beaters to record breakers, my people, these guys are tearing it up there on the hardwood as of late. As you know, we are about 20 Five games away from the big play-in tournament and the NBA playoffs to be kicking it off. And as you heard there, our boy right here, the defending reigning Nash or defending reigning NBA champion, Joker. That's right, tearing things up. Four triple doubles 
in a row, coming out of the all-star break, unstoppable. And, of course, Victor, Big W, Wimbiamba, tearing it up earlier this week there as he went for the 5-by-5. Five five. That's right. That's 20 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 5 blocks. What a hell of a game he put on there earlier this week. And then, of course, as you heard, the Cavs in a big half-court shot knocking off the T-Wolves. Things, like I said, folks, are getting good there for the NBA. Let's talk about how things set going into this weekend on the division leaders in the Atlantic. It's still those Boston Celtics. They're at a 46-12 and record with 11 and a half games up in their division, the best in the NBA as it sets. Then over in the Central, as you heard, those hot Cleveland Cavs. They're at a 38-19, just a game up in their division out in the Southeast. It's still those Miami Heat. The Miami Heat at a 33-25, and hanging on to a half-game lead over the Magic. Then out there in the Northwest, it's the Minnesota T-Wolves. They're at a 41-17 and also a half game up in that division. Then we have out there in the Pacific, it's still those L.A. Clippers. They've got a 37-20 and 20 record, three and a half games up in their division. And wrapping it out there in the Southwest, it's still those new Orleans Pelicans. They've got a 35-25 and 25 record, just a half game up in that division. Now, jumping into this weekend, let's talk about how the stat leaders look. They're on the points per game. It's still Luka Donovich. He's got 34.4 points per game going into the weekend. Over on the assist side of things, it's still our boy from Indiana, Tyrese Halliburton. He's got 11.6. Then, on the three-pointers made, still, of course, the best in the game, Steph Curry with 4.9. Then, on the rebounds, it's still Sabonis. He's got 13.2. Blocks is still Big W with 3.3. And Raptors it up there on the steals it's sga with 2.13 big games on the hardwood for the nba you must check out going into this weekend game number one it's gonna be those dallas max they'll be traveling to the boston Celtics. that game's going down 7 30 p.m eastern on espn then game number two of the weekend you must check out it's gonna be the milwaukee bucks they'll be traveling to the chicago Bulls. That game's going down 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Then we'll wrap things up on Sunday. A big one you must check out. It'll be the reigning defending champion, Denver Nuggets. They'll be traveling to the L.A. Bakers. That game's going down 8.30 p.m. Eastern Sunday on ABC. It's crunch time, folks. Like I said, we'll keep you up to date, guide you right into the playing tournament for the playoffs, and everything coming off the backboard you need to know on the NBA side of things right here on The Bush. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone about this podcast keeping things going here on the sunny side up let's slide off of the hardwood and go straight to the pond and talk some hockey aerial backhand feet blocked out there by Morris he's going take that into the zone check it from the side Morris if you pass it behind the net he'll get back to his spot Curzy he's got that by Lowry bouncing pocket out of zone Right back into the zone, Arizona changing. Nathan Appleton. Oh, this is a meter rider. He's going to take a pain. As he really made that turn, this ring stops him down. And we have a word for it. If the guy is obviously not going to take a pain on that, it's just a little Yes, yes, sliding right on over to the NHL pond. As you heard, things as well on the NHL side of things. 
heating up as they get close to their Stanley Cup playoffs push and things on the ice. Of course, getting good as we get into this weekend. Let's talk about how some of those leaders are setting there on the ice. But first, before we get to that, the cut line to make it in the playoffs. We've got several teams just dangling right there like St. Louis, Minnesota, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and New Jersey. They've got to pick the play up to keep themselves in position for the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we'll be keeping a closer eye on those teams as we get into the weekend. But here are those teams that are standing on top of their division. They're in the Atlantic. It's the Florida Panthers. They had a 39-16 record with 82 points heading into the weekend. And then over on the Metro, it's still those New York Rangers. They are still red hot out of 40 and 17 with the league leading 83 points going into the weekend. Then on the central side of things, who you just heard from, it's those Winnipeg. Jets, they're at a 37-15 and 15 record with 79 points going into the weekend. And wrapping things up out there in the Pacific, it's Vancouver. The Canucks, they're at a 38-16 and 16 as well at a 83 points going into the weekend. So it looks like Vancouver, New York still red hot. Other teams still trying to stay in positioning so they can make their Stanley Cup plush. We'll talk about that here coming up in the next week. But let's talk about how the stat leader set going into the weekend on the points. It's still cool. Koshroff with 103. On the goal, still our boy Matthews with 52. On the plus minus, it's Forsling with 39. Goals against, we've got Hellebach with 2.21. And wrapping it up on the save percentage, it's Aiden, or excuse me, Austin Hill with 9.92. Seven wins is Domenico with 31. Now three big games on the ice. You must check out for the NHL side of things going off with game number one. It's going to be those Florida Panthers. They'll be traveling to Detroit. That game's going down tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Then game number two of the weekend, it's going to be the defending champion, this Golden Knights. They'll be traveling to Buffalo. That game tomorrow as well, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Then game number three of the weekend on the ice, you must check out. It's going to be, excuse me, Pittsburgh, the Penguins. They'll be traveling to Edmonton. That game's going down Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the hits, goals, and everything sliding off the ice for the Stanley Cup playoff push right here on the best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's alley-oop and jump right back to the hardwood and talk some college basketball. You're better for being in this game, in this environment. A scene that had students sleeping on sidewalks here to tell Sellout crowd for the first time in seven years and an attendance record at Wake. 1.8 to go, Duke down by four. On the defense and the Cardinals in which Kyle Filipowski is being hit off by members of the Duke staff. And you saw the immediate bear hugs surrounding him as this court storming is in full effect with Filipowski hobble. Wow. Point play from Mount What a game, Drew. What a game. Switched out the hall, steps back. Yes. Gets the switch. He's triggered on this matchup earlier in the game and stuck a three. Hands down. Too late on the closeout. Hall sees a big rim. 
yes, alley-oop into the college side of things. And boy, oh boy, just like NBA and NHL, it's also crunch time there for the NCAA tournament as much is right around the corner and it's right here upon us as we are just a couple weeks away from announcing who will be in the big dance. And of course, some teams, they're dangling, hoping to hang on to the last four in, some hoping to be the last four that will be there at the end for the finals when it comes down to putting the dancing shoes on. But as things are going, it's crunch time. A lot of teams playing the big conference games all week. And now it's coming down to conference tournaments who are right around the corner. But let's talk about how that top 25 sets going into this week. And as it's had some big time shakeups, a lot of the big teams, of course, as you heard, losing early this week. Starting out with 25, it's USN at 24. It's Florida at 23. It's Gonzaga at 22 is Utah State. 21 now is Dayton. 20 is SDSU at 20. At 19 is Washington State. 18 is South Carolina. At 17, it's St. Mary's. 16 is Kentucky. At 15 is Baylor. 14 is Alabama. At 13 is Illinois. At 12 is Creighton. At 11 is Auburn. 10 is Puke. 9 is North Carolina. At 8 is Iowa State. 7 is Kansas, who you just heard lost. 6 is Arizona. 5 is Marquette. 4 is Tennessee. 3 is Yukon. And 2 Pursuit. And now on top this week, going into the weekend, it's those Houston Cougars, that's right, as the Cougars bounce up two spots going into this weekend. Like I said, there's several teams dangling, hoping to be that last four in. Let's talk about that. Now, if things were to end right here this weekend, here is what ESPN predicts is the last four in for the big dance. They're coming up here in a couple weeks. Number one would be Seton Hall. Two would be Virginia Three would be Providence, and four kind of has me concerned because it is Gonzaga, which is a ranked 20-some team, which I think is very strange to me as they have not the hardest schedule, but that's the last four in. Here are the first four out ranked by ESPN going into this weekend. It's one is Texas A&M, two is Villanova, three is Utah and four is those Colorado Buffs. That's how the ESPN analysts have it ranked. I'm telling you, it's going to be tough for those judges to pick those 68 teams here shortly in just two weeks. But let's talk about those point and stat leaders going into this weekend still on top for points per game. It's Denver's Tommy Brunner. He's got 25.1. On the assist side of things, it's going to be Colick at 7.6. Three-pointers made is Thomas with 3.7. On the rebounds, it's still Freeman with 12.8 blocks is still Isaiah Cozart with 3.9 and wrapping it up steals is still Arturo Dean with 3.4 there's three huge games in the college basketball world that you must check out this weekend starting out with game number one on the hardwood it's going to be the seventh ranked Kansas Jayhawks they'll be traveling to the 14th ranked Baylor Bears that game's going down tomorrow 1 p.m. Eastern on ABC then game number two of the weekend maybe not a ranked team 
team, but it could be a team that shakes things up. It's MSU. That's right, Michigan State. They'll be traveling to the number two ranked Pursuit Bullermakers. That game's going down 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on Fox. Then game number three of the weekend as well going down tomorrow night. It'll be the fourth ranked Tennessee Volunteers as they'll be traveling to the 14th ranked Alabama. That game's going down 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We're going to be keeping you up to date. There's only two big games left. We'll be talking conference basketball tournaments right here next week on the best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch things up. Go from the hardwood and load those bases up and talk some MLB. One guy is high in the air to left and deep. This ball carrying, this guy's gone. It is Dr. Debut. Shoot, let's go. Tiny, clean up his right feet. A two-run home run. That's what they've been waiting for. Yes, yes, yes. Back. That's right, baseball is back in a full swing at spring training there, as you heard, back in full effect. We talked a little bit about there last weekend, and just like he left off, Shohei, surprising everyone, well, not really, coming back to his debut as an L.A. Dodger and hitting a home run there earlier this week. And, of course, things starting to pick up on the spring training baseball side of things. Some players definitely getting into the swing. How about Brian serving there of the Blue Jays, Elar Hernandez of Texas, Wes Clark of Milwaukee, and Armis Garcia of Philly. Those guys right now are off to a hot, hot start for spring training so far as just a couple games under their belt. Of course, guiding us right up into opening day, which is just right around the corner. We'll be diving a lot more into the baseball talk as we get ever so close to that day, but we cannot wait, and we're super excited to have baseball right here back on the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. Make sure you guys are checking us out each and every week wherever you listen to your podcast at. And won't you support the show by checking us out at easeandbees.myshopify.com. That's where the baddest podcast merch can be found. With that, we can't wait to keep on talking baseball. We'll get you right into swing of things and keep you up to date with all the news coming off the diamond right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's pick the pace up, switch the gears, and talk so does he block high? Does he block low? Here it comes. Kyle Bush in the middle. Shooting a gap. No help with Kyle Bush. Oh, Suarez right alongside him. Three wide. Look at the four. Here they come to the flag. Three abreast. Photo fish. I think it's plenty unbelievable. Three wide finish. Have you ever seen anything like that? Suarez. Scoring has the margin between the first three cars at 0.00 seconds. How awesome was that? You got to be kidding me. Coming off the NASCAR race there last weekend, one of the closest 
finishes in NASCAR history there in Atlanta as the 12, the 8, and the 99 come to the line, three abreast, and after it was finally settled down and recorded, congratulations to Team Trackhouse and the 99 machine as the taco killer himself, Daniel Suarez, gets the big win and possibly saving his career there at, St- at Trackhouse on an outstanding run. Man, oh man, what a race it was there last weekend in Atlanta as they come from Daytona Super Speedway right to one of the baddest, fastest tracks, well, used to be on the circuit, and it did not disappoint as they were moving all over that track all weekend long and, of course, gave us that exciting finish there on Sunday afternoon. But, man, let's talk about over in the Xfinity Series. How about that 21 car? Austin Hill coming out on top two weekends in a row. Congratulations to RCR and him as he uh, just was in the right place, right time once again, getting the big win there in Atlanta. Now the boys are back, and they'll be traveling out west as this weekend they'll be right out here rolling the dice in Vegas. That's right. That's where they'll be traveling to as the NASCAR boys hitting the track out there in Nevada. Let's talk about this weekend, the top five in points starting out in fifth. Right now it's the 12 car of Ryan Blaney, the defending champion. In fourth, a surprising number 23 car of Bubba Wallace. In the uh, third spot, it'll be the two car of Austin Cindric. And on the second spot, the Daytona 500 winner will be Willie B. And on top right now, the guy that finished, well, third last weekend, the number eight car of Kyle Busch. That's how that top five sets rolling into Vegas this weekend. We'll be keeping an eye on how things shake out and, of course, giving you the updates of the winners, losers, and all the wrecks you need to know about right here on The Best. Keeping things going here, let's switch it up, go from the rowdy round, and hit right through the crossover and talk some outlaw figure eight as we talked last weekend. Of course, didn't get to get our guest on, but boy, oh boy, things got off to a great start in the winter series for those outlaw figure eight guys last week. Arbendale was stop number one. And let me tell you, they had to have a last chance race. That's good things. That means there's a lot of cars in the pits. And boy, when it was all said and done, on top, our man coming out. For the win, congratulations to the Moxman himself, number three, Mox congratulations to the E's and B's vet from us here at the E's and B's podcast. We just knew it was matter time before he got back in the winner's circle. And of course, he was supposed to be our guest. Maybe it was for a reason he wasn't because he's back in winner's circle there last week at Arbondale. Of course, they traveled earlier this week, Wednesday night to Citrus County, one of the most dangerous tracks uh, as it has walls on the inside of the eight. You can't really see very well as uh, the cross overcomes but when it was all said and done congratulations to well it was the return of the return Eddie Van Meter in the number 23 machine congratulations to him it's because what had happened there on Saturday at Arbondale he got hit in practice in the crossover destroying his car therefore having to purchase another but boy it paid off well getting the big win there on Wednesday night now the boys in the X they travel one more time to a first time, and I expect high speeds off the high banks of the Freedom Factory going down Saturday night. You do not want to miss this, folks. The first time ever there at Cletus McFarland's Freedom Factory in Florida, wrapping up the 
winter series and we cannot wait we'll be supporting all of our e's and b's vets and we'll be keeping you up to date and giving you all the action and winners losers and getting you ready for their 2024 speed drum sports drum and everywhere else season right here on the best before we get through the meat let's take it one more step go from the track to the Straight. That's right. No prep, of course. Our favorite thing to talk about here on the E's and B's when it comes to racing. Of course, big races going down last weekend. Shout out to all the people traveling to all that. And, of course, all of our friends bringing us that live coverage. We do greatly appreciate being able to keep up with all of the no prep. Make sure you guys keep up with our no prep family and our sponsors, Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you guys go check out OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Josh Robinson and friends keeping you up to date with some of the baddest no prep in the game and of course our other great sponsor no prep felons that's bob and kelly rice make sure you guys go check out the baddest three angle live feed and he's about to have a badder even crazier live feed this weekend going down we'll be telling you about that here in a second but that's bob and kelly rice at noprepfelons.com and then last but not least our boy who we are proud to be a part of that's jasper graham and the breakfast crew make sure you guys check out jasper graham each and every time you see him at the track, one of the baddest no prep racers in the game. But like we said, two big races going down last weekend. Shout out to Justin Lee as he put on the interverse down there. And my boy Happy was on the light. They did backside the second night and front side the first night. Congratulations to the front side winner, Bear Trap, Justin Reed, getting the big win. Congratulations to him from us here at the the E's and B's. We can't wait to let him blow our eardrums out when we get to War in the Woods because, man, that car is loud. But it was bad fast there last Friday night. Congratulations to him. Then they changed it over to Saturday night on the backside and it was very sketchy. But when it was all said and done, a very familiar face in the winner's circle again. How about Team Denver's Jarrett Bradshaw and Willie Dynamite. Congratulations to Team Denver and Jarrett on an outstanding run down there at the Interverse last weekend. Then over on the other side of things, it was my boy down south. That's right. Limpy on the light as it was north versus south. Sinister racing there at Immokalee Raceway going down in Florida last weekend. And they had quite the start as the uh, first three or four pairs had an incident. We had two trucks. The first pair out flip and wreck. It was wild as all get out. Shout out to my boy G. Okay, Victor, as he brought the live action to us, and we got to see all of the racing there at Immokalee. Congratulations to the winners, especially SRC's Billy the Kid getting the win in the tailgate division. But man, oh man, what a weekend last weekend, and we're only setting ourselves up for a bigger and bad to the bone weekend this weekend as we got some races to talk about. How about going down the 704 birthday bash? Shout out to my boy Pennywise Racing's Robert Smith, and they'll be going down at Mooresville this weekend. Then, like I said, we've got Bounty Hunters. That one's going to be going down Penwell Knights Raceway in Texas. And then the baddest on the light. That's right, my boy. Lippy will be flashing there at Backside Asphalt Ball. That's where a lot of people will be traveling to. You can be checking that one out. That's going to be at Brainerd Motorsport Park in Georgia, just right outside of Tennessee. And wrapping things up, a proud sponsor of this race because we're tied in with my boy Josh and UGR, that's right. Make sure you guys go check them out, like I said. But it's Let's Roll going down Lancer Mountain Dragway. That's going to be the first debut of Josh 
his new machine, Gart, gonna be hitting the uh, street, or excuse me, hitting the track for the first time, so it'll be very cool to see all the stuff he's put in, make sure you guys go give him some love, and our boy, Bob Rice, will be on on the live feed there at Let's roll down there in Georgia. So make sure you guys go check out and support all of our No Prep family. And who knows, there might be something popping off in the streets up in Michigan as they've got Autorama going down this weekend as well. A lot of those Michigan No Prep cars will be sponsored and uh, on display in there. So if you get a chance, go check all those out. But it's going to be a bat to the bone. Fast-ass weekend. We can't wait. With that, we're going to jump into something here coming up next that I'm... <laughs> it's... I don't even want to get into it because it stinks that it's happening, but we're going to do a little dedication and a salute to one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. That's right. A guy that's hanging up the boots this weekend in the meet. We're going to talk about the stinger. Ow! Next in the... You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. episode dedicated to one of my favorite wrestlers of all time that's right he will be hanging the boots up as we are yet set for another final last match going down live there sunday 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 in greensboro north carolina where it all began as aew tag team champions the Stinger oh, himself with Darby Allen will be defending their belts up against the Young Bucks going down one more time. That's right, the Stinger retiring there after his Sunday debut or his Sunday match with the Young Bucks. It's gonna be very interesting, of course. We've been tracking this story ever since he brought it to our attention that he was gonna hang up the boots, and it seems You know, it's been a very up and down road with him over there at AEW. And as we all know, this will not be the first time the Stinger has retired and has said he was hanging up the boots. Yet this will be the fourth time our boy is finally putting the boots to rest. But I think this will be the final time as, you know, he's aging and not getting any younger. He's done some amazing things. Don't get me wrong here of recent, but it's probably best that he does step away from the in-ring uh, uh, 
matches and things that he's been doing as of late, but we can't wait. They're going down live one more time. Our boy Stinger will be putting the belt on the line with his tag partner, Darby, who is, you know, obviously he's passing the torch to on the AEW side of things. And, of course, we all know his uh, longtime rival and real-life friend, Rick the Nature Boy himself, Flair. Woo! Will be ringside in his corner, as we saw there on Wednesday night, the Young Bucks attacking and uh, Stinger coming down. We'll replay that here in just a second. But let's talk about some of the career stats for our man. Uh, He started there in the wrestling in 1985 as the name Flash. That's what he started out in. But we all know, well-known, he uh, teamed up with a very famous wrestler who uh, was another one of my great favorites. How about the... Ultimate Warrior. Those two tag team partners at the beginning, they were the Blade Runners, well-known, and then when things got hot, they split, and one went to WWE, and well, the other, as we know, the Stinger himself was created from 1988 to 01. He was with WCW from 06 to 2014. Well, he was with that TNA promotion So the Stinger obviously bounced around there at the end, towards the end of his career, but he's always been known for several things. The surfer look, and then he shot right over to the Crow, Jason, uh, uh, the you know, the movie from the Crow. He he definitely uh, paid tribute, and that's what we well know him as, as of recent and for a very long time, especially during the NWO and WCW feud era. Uh, that was what he was known for, of course, in the rafters himself up there with sometimes a real-life crow. Also, he was known for the Joker in TNA, which was very close played to the crow kind of theme, but... That's what the Stinger's career kind of consisted of. Three major characters and, of course, three iconic careers, in my opinion. If you want to say two, don't count the Joker. But it was very good stuff there at TNA. You know, one of the greatest matches of all time in my memory and history had to be the very first Clash of Champions in 1985 where he took on Ric Flair and kind of got his name brought to the main stage. I go back and watch that match all the time. One of the greatest Stinger matches. Of course, we've already played earlier in the episode one of the best tag team matches he's ever been involved in was with his partner Lex Luger taking on the Steiners. Uh, Of course, the Steiners, one of the famous all-time greats there at WCW. Uh, It was a very hard-hitting match, and that's when Luger and became the tag team champions of course then enter nwo era the whole mystery was he part wasn't he part it was such great stuff now leading all the way up into where we seen his debut back in 2020 at aew's first revolution and the snow flew and the stinger appeared he's been through some amazing matches there at aew and of course like i said tinging up with Darby Allen and passing the torch to another great, hopefully in the future, just like himself. But like I said, it saddens me that we come to this point where one of my favorite wrestlers of all time will be hanging the boots up one more time this weekend. To that, we salute one last Stinger stream. We hope the best for the Stinger, Steve Borden, and all his family. With that, that's going to wrap up the meet. But stay tuned. We're going to stay on the AEW side of things. We're going to climb the ropes. We're going to drop the bows. We're going to get to my favorite part of the show. It's the Scramble segment coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast.
just this this is all a parcel. It's just how disgusting. Nancy and Nick have, have been acting as a way of attacking a septuagenarian. You, you can't even really call them the young bucks. style and one more time coming down from the Raptors as the Stinger was surprised to get to as the Stinger surprised the Young Bucks coming down from the Raptors and of course knocking them down after they jumped up on Darby Allen and Ric Flair setting things up of course for what's going down Sunday night AEW Revolution of course we just got in Done talking about Stinger there in the meat segment, so we guided right into the AEW segment. Live from Greensboro, North Carolina, AEW Revolutions card going down Sunday night looking just like this. The Continental Crown Championship, Eddie Kingston will be putting it on the line as he goes up against his arch nemesis, Brian Danielson. I think Brian Danielson may come out on top there. We also have the brand new star of AEW, Will Offspray, as he'll be taking on Takesha there as they are in the same fraction but I think things will explode there Sunday night and we'll see a new direction for Mr. Offspray keep your eyes on that for the AEW Women's World title it's the champion Tony Storm she'll be taking on her best friend from the past, Verona Peraza, as those two, of course, with the matching tattoos and the great storyline behind it. We'll see how that one shakes out there. Then for the AEW International Championship, of course, Tony Khan's favorite, Mr. Champion himself, Orange Cassidy, will be going up against the Kingdom's Roderick Strong. Of course, maybe we'll get the return of Mr. Adam Cole himself. We'll be waiting for that for a while, huh? We'll be see what happens with that one. Of course, we'll have FTR, the greatest tag team on the planet. They'll be taking on Mox and Claudio. Of course, these guys have been battling for the last two weeks. Then, for the AEW World Championship, we'll be having a three-way as the champion, Samoa Joe will be going up against Swerve. And, of course, on Wednesday night, Hangman trying to play everybody, saying he was injured and coming out on a crutch. That blew up in his face. We now will see those three men in the ring for the championship there on Sunday night. And, of course, as we spoke, wrapping things up, one of the greatest gimmick wrestlers of all time, the Stinger himself, 
with Darby Allen putting the tag team titles on the line Sunday night against the EVPs, the Young Chucks themselves, Matt and Nicholas. The Jacksons, Young Bucks, will have to wait and see if any interference from Ric Flair will play or will Stinger go out on top, hanging the boots up. Oh, man, it's going to bring a tear to my eye, but I can't wait to report right here back next week and give you all of the inside coming out of AEW's Revolution. Now let's switch things up and go to, well, the other channel. This is unique. And it's was on cheerleader. <laughs> My goodness. McIntyre beating it battered. It was a hero's welcome there last weekend as the Elimination Chamber for the WWE going down live in Perth as Rhea Ripley, of course, from there, getting a hero's welcome as she finished the show out strongly, as I should say, defeating Nia Jax with an outstanding job, of course, my opinion, stealing the show. But we were all eyes on the two Elimination Chamber matches as the women's kicked things off. And when it was all said and done, I predicted it right. As Becky Lynch gets the big win and now heads to WrestleMania to take on Rhea Ripley. What a match that will be. I predict, hopefully, that they keep that belt on Rhea and keep things going the way it has been for her as the most dominant women's champion as of late. And, of course, don't forget, folks, Charlotte Flair still dangling out there. Maybe she'll make a pop-up as we get closer or maybe even at WrestleMania. That could be a possibility because, because we know that... Eo Sky will be taking on Bailey in the other side of things for that title. So things are already set for that. But on the men's side of things, it was Drew McIntyre getting the Elimination Chamber win. Of course, laying out several storylines as it looks like AJ Styles and L.A. Knight. Yeah, will be setting a storyline there for WrestleMania along with maybe even Kevin Owens and, again, Logan Paul, or even Kevin Owens, excuse me, Logan Paul and Randy Orton, as he cost Randy Orton the Elimination Chamber with those brass knucks. But things are still on fire over there at WWE as we go into just weeks away from WrestleMania 41 there at Philadelphia, we can't wait. Of course, we'll be keeping an eye going down live tonight. Smackdown, as will The Rock and The Bloodline uh, pop their heads back in. Of course, Cody there at Perth just had the Grayson Waller effect. And I got to tell you, uh, obviously, they were just trying to kill time and lead into a storyline. But it's definitely, uh, it was pretty chlorophyll, borophyll, if you ask me. But that's my opinion. Hopefully they ramp things up tonight. We know we'll probably see Cody live on SmackDown. But we'll keep you up to date with everything. Bouncing off the ropes from both the Revolution AEW style and leading you right into WWE's WrestleMania right here on the best. Before we get out of here, though, we got one more thing to talk about. Let's go from the squared circle to the octagon. That's right. Live UFC last weekend fight night in Mexico. Here are some of those results. Roval knocking out Brandon Marino in a decision, getting the win. Congratulations to him. 
How about fight of the night? Brian Ortega submitting Yair. That was uh, shocking there. A lot were going uh, 50-50 on that match, but Ortega getting the big win. So congratulations to him. We have another UFC fight night going down live this weekend. It will be a big one. Make sure you guys keep your eyes on that because we'll be guiding you next week right into UFC. 299. That's right. A big card. Mr. Pink Curly Hair will be on the main stage. We'll be keeping you up to see what Mr. Sugar Shane O'Malley has been doing before his big bout coming up with Cheeto next weekend. We'll have everything you need to know coming out of the squared circle, the octagon, and all across the world right here on The Best. With that, that's going to wrap things up. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap this whole thing up. Like a burrito in the toast. The shout outs, the need to knows, and what we got coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, go. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast, as we always do each and every week, giving you those weekly personal shout-outs, of course, getting you up to date with what we got going on and coming up next, and of course, where to find us at. Let's get right to those weekly personal shout-outs, starting out with our proud sponsors here of the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast. I want to give a big shout-out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Make sure you guys go check out Ohio Grudge Racing as they got bad to the bone Season kickoff race. Let's roll going down this weekend. Make sure you guys go give them some love, support, OhioGrudgeRacings.com. Also, shout out to No Prep Felons, Bob and Kelly Rice. Make sure you guys go check out NoPrepFelons.com. Of course, keep an eye out as they will be live this weekend with the baddest three angle in the game. That's NoPrepFelons.com or check him out on YouTube at NoPrepFelonsLive. Also, last but not least, a shout out to our partner, Jasper. Graham and the breakfast crew. Make sure you guys check out Second Tight, Turn and Burn, and all of the boys at Bipolar with our boy Jasper Graham. Also, want to give a shout out to my man on the light, Limpy. Shout out to Happy and Kenzie at Sports Your Local Street Racer. Shout out to Jeff Thomas and Julie Randall at TRS. Shout out to Nitrous Nikki. Shout out to Sinister's Racing. Shout out to Spool Media and Corey. Shout out to Caroline Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to G2K. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Team Matt. Shout out to the Tunnies. Shout out to Matt Smith. Shout out to Team Hilton and the Beta. Shout out to Hollywood, Haley J. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, and oh, my peeps at the Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right, as uh, we've been speaking, I know I was saying next week, next week, next week. Well, here's the story. We will be off next week. That's right, as we'll be celebrating one of the wrestling sisters' birthday, turning seven. That's right, our girl Sadie Jane will be celebrating her birthday. So we're going to take next weekend off. we got a lot planned and a big weekend ahead of us. So we'll be back in two weeks. 
and get you right back up to date with the best breakfast wrestling and sports out there. Of course, we'll keep you on the uh, social media outlets. You can always check us out at easeandbees.org. That's where you can find all of our social media outlets and keep up to date with everything we got going on, all of our posts, all that good stuff. And of course, you can support us at easeandbees.myshopify.com with some of the baddest podcast merch in the game that's easeandbees.myshopify.com if you want to be on the show it's very simple easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com give us your story we'll get back to you and get you on air that's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com and just like josh robinson my boy bob and jasper graham if you want to be a proud sponsor get your business played each and every week on here and any video version attached to anything we put on youtube that's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com We'll get a contract, get you signed up, and get you right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. All right, it's time for the bacon and eggs of the week. As we've been doing here this year, the new segment in the toast, bacon and eggs. If you do not know, the bacon is something that we like, we support, or we think was great. And the eggs, well, it's the opposite. Something that stinks, something that's messy, something that we don't agree with. How about the bacon this week? Well, it's what we dedicated this episode to. Ow! The Stinger himself, congratulations on an outstanding career, 64 years old, wrapping it up this Sunday in Greensboro, where it all started for him way, way long ago, back in 1985. So congratulations, man. What a badass career, and man, it's been an honor to be able to be entertained by you inside that squared circle for so long. That's this week's bacon. How about this week's eggs? Well... Let's go to the hardwood. How about NCAA and NBA officiating? Well, plug your nose because it stinks. That's my opinion. That's this week's eggs and bacon. All right, with that, let's talk about this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. Pedro Barrow scored two goals for Vancouver Canucks in a 5-2 win over the Buffalo Sabres on March 1st, 1993, giving him 50 goals for the season and the honor of being the first skater in the franchise's 23-year history to do so. Buer finished the season with a career-high 60 goals. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. Well, you know what time it is. It's time to... Yo! Say! Top 10 cities downloaded! Goes... Like this. Want to give a shout out and a thank you. Number 10. How about a newbie to the the list? Manhattan Beach, California. Shout out to Manhattan Beach, California. Number 9. How about my home state? It's Westfield, Indiana. Shout out to Westfield, Indiana. Number 8. It's Trenton, Georgia. Shout out to Trenton, Georgia. Number 7. It's going to be Battle Creek, RVD, Michigan. Shout out to Battle Creek, Michigan. Number six, it's here in the state I live. It's Aurora, Colorado. Shout out to Aurora, Colorado. Number five, it's the state above. How about Cheyenne, Wyoming? Shout out to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Number four, it's creeping on up the list. A new favorite. How about Las Vegas, Nevada? Shout out to my friends and family out there in Las Vegas. Nevada. Number three, it's Old Faithful Overseas. It's Frankfurt, Germany. Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany. Number two, it's the city where we lie. It's Fort Collins, Colorado. And back on top, it's the capital of the state. It's Denver, 
Colorado. Shout out to everyone out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast and check out our merch at easeandbees.myshopify.com. And until two weeks from now, baby, we'll be back with the best breakfast wrestling and sports news you need to know. But until then, you know what to do. Make sure you <coughs> young breakfast. Have a kick-ass two weeks. We love you. Support us. Peace.